Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Hey, yeah, I'd love for you to interview me. That's awesome. I bet on the interview it's going to be some synchronistic stuff. Synchronistic? I don't even know sometimes. Sometimes I have words in my mind that I've never learned before. And things that I can say that I'm just guessing, but people are like, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, how did you, even my ex told me she was go. she was like, I was trying to help her put up a TV on the wall, like wall mount. And it was this light TV. It couldn't have been more than five pounds. So I didn't even find the studs. I just drilled it right into the sheetrock. Right. And I knew she didn't want me to do that, but she caught me and she, she's yelling at me and she's like, how can you be this person that like understands all the universe and everything, but you can't understand that I didn't want you to do, you know, I was just laughing about it. But now I'm thinking about it. Even she knows that I know shit without knowing shit somehow. Anyway, um, hit me up on this or just, uh, find me on Instagram tumultuous 26. Thank you. The mastermind genius you just heard talking, that is tumultuous entropy. He used to be known as tumultuous entropy on, um, TikTok. Now he's got, what, now you're, uh, I think you're tumultuous tentacles, I think, on TikTok. But really, you got to, everybody, you got to check out his stuff. Um, just all high vibrating material. Puts the magnifying glass on society. Human behavior, uh, social scientist, uh, social, social, scientist uh, social science, human behavior at its finest. And... Um, Tumultuous, yes. I would like to interview you. I think uh, lots of synchronicities and synchronicities will will evolve as per usual, as what happens when you have people who are um, higher self-minded or, or uh, source 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 informed. When you when you make it your let's see when when you make you know. As as you know, when you make your primary source, uh, source, <laughs> when you make your primary your primary reading material, information channel, uh, source, high vibrating materials, uh, uh, meditation, uh, learning how to better connect with all that is all that great razzmatazz. What happens is when you got people sitting in the same room or talking over, you know, through the interwebs, what have you. Uh, what happens is you start seeing those amazing synchronicities happening. You see that because these two people are uh, respectful of the synchronicities, they apply the wisdom learned from them. And uh, the more that, as I've noticed, the more that we appreciate them, the more they show up. It's like, oh, you like that, huh? Let me show you again. It's like the little kid. It's like the little kid is doing cartwheels. Hey, look at look at me. I'm doing cartwheels. You're like, oh, that's great. Good job. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. They they they're <laughs> they're inspired by it, and they so they show up a lot more. So I think there are gonna be lots lots of those lots of those. Uh, I think we could set a record on the podcast for having the most synchronistic episode. Of all time. Of every time. So I will get a hold of you. And we shall make it happen. Thank you so much for leaving a message. By the way, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a joy. Uh, 
sharing you with the populace. Today is, oh my gosh, it's one, two, three, four. I love it, baby. Perfect. The 18th Thursday. This is uh, March. Wow. March, 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 March. The Ides of March. I got to look into that. I got to... I gotta look into the Ides of March. I've heard so much about it. Um, I know there's lore attached to it. There's 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 some mythological mythological happenings concerning the Ides of March. Today, in a little bit, Dave Uchansky is picking me up, and then we're going to Chris Corman's house, uh, a fellow co-organizer of the Kapow Intergalactic Virtual Film Festival. As you've heard me talk about, I've had uh, our first virtual ver- uh, version. That was uh, February 19th through the 28th. We had so much fun with that. We met so many great people. We met so many great people. You know what I've realized? Well, we met so many great people. And so what I'm going to do is, so we're going over there. We're going to work on the awards. We call them the Kapowies. The Kapawi Awards. They are VHSs. They are gold, golden VHSs. Straight from the cosmos. They sparkle. They shimmer. They shine. They are something very special. One of a kind. And something that... Hmm... Put it this way, our award ceremony, we, we, I've told you about this, <coughs> Kapow, in my eyes, is a festival about celebration. It's not about competition. It's not all about, at, at all about competition. In my mind, it is not about competition. It's about celebration. This is why we have so many awards that we give away and we invent names for awards. It's like, you're a, like, what would you rather have? A, a bland reward that's like best director of a drama or what have you? Or would you rather have best director or, or the, uh, the, the, uh, the best, yeah, the best director of a surrealistic experiment? I mean, that's fun. <laughs> You know, I mean, that that's pretty personalized. That's pretty cool. So we have certain awards that uh, it's like, oh, man, I want to give that person an award. Oh, I want I want to give that person an award. Oh, geez, no, that person deserves best this or best that. That's why we also have ties during the ceremony. Uh that's the joy of creating your own thing. You carve you carve your own path. You make. What you want to make, how you want to make it, unapologetic. And this is how it is. This is the perspective. This is the groove you're getting into, and this is what it is. This is the groove. And um, it's it, it becomes frustrating when... You know, it's 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 an interesting thing. It, it just it makes me wonder. 
like for Academy Awards or for uh, any of these award ceremonies, um, there's... There are things going on behind the scenes that, you, that nobody knows about. Favors that were given to people or um, promises that have to be kept. Uh, it's, I, I'll tell you, for Kapow, we reward participation. Chances are, if you're participating a lot, if you're communicating with us, if we feel we have a rapport with you, that's all you got to do. Just make a rapport with people. Make a rapport with people. And uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's a valuable commodity. <laughs> commodity. Never use that word. But it's a, it's a valuable, it's like a, a valuable golden bullion. It's uh It's interesting. When you see certain people like there there's some of these people that have shown up through the years. Ernie, Ernie is one of them. We saw him at at our earlier festivals and he he and he pops in, whether he has a, a movie or not, he's a part of the festival. He's there. He doesn't care whether he has a movie in or not. He wants to be a part of the festival. He wants to meet people. He wants to talk to the new filmmakers. Get to know the get to know the co get to know the co-hosts, the uh, the 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 creators, the co-creators of of the event. You know, get to know these folks. So we favor participation, plain and simple. Um, that's the most, that's the most important thing, I feel. You build from there. That's what you, that's what you build from. That's what you go through with. Otherwise, you, you become scattered and generic and, um, you end up turning into the thing that people, like, for instance, let's say Burning Man, okay? I've never been to Burning Man. I'd like to, I want to go to Burning Man. Now, the aficionados out there who've gone for decades, who've been there since the beginning or, you know, even t back 10 years ago, five years ago, 15 years ago, I'm, there was a certain vibe that, that was there at Burning Man. And then people started feeling a certain kind of nudges of a corporate vibe coming into it. Just like people complaining about <clears throat> $20 waters at, like when they went to, a, what, Wood, when Woodstock Part 2 came out in 19-whatever-whatever, 1990-something, whatever, I think it was, Woodstock 2. Uh, and, you know, these people are like, wait a second, what is going on here? All these corporate sponsorships. Oh, there's Sabaros over there serving pizza. Oh, there's McDonald's with their booth. Oh, here's this. Woodstock sponsored by Disney, McDonald's, Microsoft. <laughs> do you do you want events like that? I, I secretly I think, honestly I think deep down inside we don't want. We don't want that. I'll just speak for myself. I don't want that. I don't want that. When I'm going places, 
the less billboards there are, the less advertisement there is, the better I feel. Don't you just feel better when people aren't constantly knocking at your door for your attention to try to promote something to you, to try to get you to buy something, to do something? Aren't you, aren't you tired of having people tell you what to do, where to go, how to do it? Yeah, I am. So what do you do in that situation? You shut off the news. You shut it off. You shut it off. Then you start figuring out what are your own ideas? What are your own thoughts? I know. I talk about this all the time, and I will always talk about it. Because it needs to be reminded. As long as the news is out there reminding people of how far they are from where they need to be. Or there's always a carrot dangling in front of your face. And they move, move you along with it. This is what you need to be angry about. This is what you need to be standing up for. This is what, you know, this is today's thing that we all need to make an agreement on that you're all angry about. And then the other news channels, they tell you the opposite thing that you're angry about or a different thing. So it's, it's very clever. If you, if you have, I would say this right now, and I would never suggest that you watch the news, ever, ever, ever. But this is an experiment for those of you who do watch the news. Um, try this. Watch a completely different news channel that you never have watched before. Watch the news channels that people warn you about watching. Because I can guarantee you that you're going to see different news on that channel than you do on your channel. And think that there are people watching those channels just as religiously as you might be watching your channels. So they're thinking the same thoughts about you as you are about them. So now, when you see that and you realize, oh my gosh, this is interesting, stop watching news altogether, and then you start seeing which thoughts are your own thoughts, which beliefs are your own beliefs, which ideas are your own ideas, and your conversations become dynamic, your imaginations become dynamic, your dreams start becoming awesome. Um, oh my God, because you're creating your own world. You're making what you want to make how you want to make it. And that's what's fun about this. The Kapow Awards, we're going to be making what we want to make how we want to make it. We're making awards that you're not going to be getting at Sundance. You're not going to be getting at Cannes. You're not going to be getting at any of those places. They got their own awards. They got their own awards. They got their own systems. Let the Academy Awards do what they do or Golden Globes or whatever. Um, I'd like to believe that... Uh, You know, this pandemic has, has taught people more about their creativity and their own personal power and how to be the best version of themselves. These are the things I've learned. I feel this pandemic has been a filter. It's, it's, it's filtered out all the filth and brought to you the golden nuggets. What do you feel are the golden nuggets that you've learned through the pandemic? What are the golden nuggets? And I don't want to hear the sarcastic, cynical answers. I want to hear your honest answer. What are the golden nuggets? What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about yourself? Have you felt great about your moment to moment? And if you don't, why not? What is the thing that's standing in the way of that? 
You can you can always go down the rabbit hole on those things. Go down the the domino trail and find out what's the root of this. What's the where does this stem from? My unease. Why do I feel dismembered right now? How do I remember? How do I remember, reconnect? How do I best do that? What's the thing? We could, we could all get it. Okay, what do you feel anxious about right now? Oh, well, global warming. Oh my gosh, global warming. I'm so anxious about it. Oh, geez, I'm so worried about it. Ah. All right, so imagine... What are you doing to help yourself feel better about it? At least, you know, knowing that there's progress being made. We always feel better when we see progress being made. So this is something you can do. If, you've, if this is an issue for you, do your part in that area for yourself, for your own personal environment, your own personal reality experience. That is all you need to be concerned about. That's all you need to be concerned about is your own personal reality experience. What you can see with your eyes, what you can hear with your ears, what you feel, and what you personally experience. That's all you really actually know. And uh, <clears throat> so what are those golden nuggets that you've, you're like, wow, this is good. This is something that's helped me feel awesome. This is something that's helped me feel good. If you don't feel good right now, ask yourself, do you want to feel better? And if so, are you willing to alter perspectives? Are, if, are, you, are, you, are you, is, is feeling better that valuable to you? Is it that valuable that you are willing to alter a perspective in order to be more in line with who you actually truly are. I'm talking about source here. I'm talking about higher your higher self. I'm talking about the all that is here. I'm talking about the you that is everywhere. The you that is more than whatever the billboards are teaching you to believe it is. You know what's so funny? I just realized I'm probably sounding like I'm preaching to you. And I, I don't want it to sound like that. And I don't want it to sound like I'm talking down to you or that you're stupid. And if, if, if I have that tone of voice, <laughs> which I just realized, um, there, there are people in the back of my brain. I think what happens when I start speaking, sometimes they're specific friends of mine that are stuck in those arenas and I have them as examples in my brain. And it's like this vibe of pleading with them to not jump off the cliff, pleading with them to, you know, your life is so much more than whatever the illusion is that's, that's presented before you. And you know, when you see your friends and you see they have this astounding potential, when you've seen that them, when they've dipped into their potential and those times where they've really shined and they've felt in their element and you felt so good and you, you felt so happy for them and you've just encouraged them. You're like, yeah, dude, that's you. That's you. That's the real you. Do more of that. Do more of that. And when you see people in those moments, it's like, it's like I feel like I'm constantly pining to see them get back into that moment because I know it feels good.
And that's what I strive to do because it feels good. Uh, every little accomplishment, little, little is also a different, you know, whatever you define it as. Every accomplishment, every accomplishment, closing the refrigerator door after putting your, 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 your orange juice in there, you know, closing the refrigerator door, turning off the oven, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, closing the door when the air conditioning is on, <laughs> you know, um, breathing the air, breathing the fresh air, going for a walk. Those, every one of those is a victory. And um, I think when I, when I see people in their potentials, and then, when, and then when I see them unfortunately stumble into a situation where they're down on themselves or they're allowing their lives to be ruled by the outside forces... Oh, shoot, David Chansky is here. Um, oh, gosh, he's here. Oh, my gosh, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to record behind the scenes with this stuff. David Lynch personally started a campaign in Hollywood to get Laura Dern an Oscar nomination for her performance in Inland Empire. He sat on the side of the road with a cow during this campaign, which was, unfortunately, unsuccessful. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Hey, it's uh, 10.14 a.m. Today is the 19th. Yes, I went on another rant, another diatribe about the news. It's... It irks me to see what it does, what it does to the minds, to the mindsets. Um, I'm seeing what it's doing to my friends. Their minds, are, it's like, their creativity is deteriorating. Because they're trying to do these, you know, I think there's that, that myth in our brains. You gotta be, in order to be an adult, you gotta, you have to take on these really, really tough things. You're gonna have to have these problems and these issues well imagine if you teach a kid you know if every kid at a young age is taught about cooperation and reciprocation and collaboration these things that i'm constantly talking about that i can't get out of my brain because they feel so good when they're happening if the kids were taught that at a very early age all throughout their life just work with each other work with each other find the commonalities find the connections <clears throat> respect each other's ideas. When we were shooting that music video um, for Yachtly Crew the other day, I had to talk with one of the photographers, and it was amazing. I vibed with her so good. Um, and then I ended up finding out her her husband was one of the guys on set with us. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Uh, but she and I were vibing great about the... the it's crazy because she goes, it's community over competition. And I said, oh, my God, this is something I'm constantly talking about. It's about collaboration, connection, cooperation. It's about that. It's not about, it's not about competition. Every, every, every Bears fan thinks that, and I don't want to say every Bears fan, but Bears fans in general, um, 
you know, they obviously they love the Bears, so they think that for some reason through the years there have been a, a, a special rivalry between the Bears and the Packers. Ultimately, when we look at these things, we analyze these things, it really doesn't. It really doesn't matter who's winning the game. There are going to be people, you know, shouting and screaming if their team lost. And, wow, that's, the, that's what I've realized. That's the key to the, to the, oh, my gosh. I think I've talked about this before with sports, where it's a symbolic representation of just the universe as we know it, how, how it interacts with us, how, how we interact with each other, how it all connects. So with sports, these are the things that it gets right. And what I, what I feel is like that are, that are towards the source, you know, source material type things is togetherness, everybody excited, everybody together in the same mindset, a, 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 a harm, harmony going on with a specific tribe, you know, but then you got the other tribe, but they too are also very harmonized, synchronized with themselves. Yet at the same time, what's, what this is. This is, this is where things go wrong, is that you have these two very excited, yep, we're heading in the right direction, two very excited crowds, but they're opposed to each other. So there's that strange thing that kind of wedges between a pure connection. Imagine if everybody in that room was connected. Imagine if, imagine if sports, um, imagine, imagine like stadiums filled with people who are all excited and rooting for it, just filled with love and uh, about a conversation, a high vibrating conversation going on in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of that stadium with two people talking at the table with their coffee and they're talking about these high concept vibrations and ideas Imagine having an entire stadium like that going, yeah, oh, yeah, we are all going to unify, you know, with our highest versions of ourselves. Could you imagine what could happen? The ceiling would open up. Yikes. But because there's that dichotomy there of, still, of us versus them. You get so excited, so excited, and then your team loses, and then boom. It's, a, it's an extreme letdown. Well, if everybody in that, it's in that stadium were rooting for that same thing, there'd be no letdown. It'd be a continual ascension, a continual climbing of the stairs. You only fall off the stairs if you get knocked off the stairs. If, you, if, if something pushes you down the staircase or the... Your, the, the ladder goes and it cracks over somehow and you, that's, these are the only ways you're going to fall off of an ascension so to speak um, but to continually ascend what helps with that that reaffirmation all of this excitement in this direction and imagine instead of billboards instead of any billboards any advertisements it was just purely there's no distractions purely focused on the the unification of these people purely focused on the excitement of seeing seeing those seeing those connections happen seeing those epiphanies happen could you imagine how many epiphanies would go on in a stadium like that 
Oh my God. Like that'd be cool if you had one of those things. I've done some marketing research in the past where you go into this room with these other people where you sit down in these chairs and they show you upcoming sitcoms or TV shows that are yet to be released. And so what they do is they have these people in there with these, these special devices. And then as you're watching it, whether you like it or if you don't, you turn that little knob in a certain direction to let them know your taste or distaste, as it were. And then you press the button if, if, if that's a time in the programming that you would change the channel. That you go, ah, okay, I don't want to watch anymore. What if they had that at the, at the stadiums? Uh, while they're watching high vibrating conversations and then as epiphanies blip their antenna, maybe they write it down. Maybe there's a texting thing on there where they're writing down their ideas. You know, so the screams and the yells and the, yeah, all that is from those who are having epiphanies, all those who are connecting. And it's cool because then you can see which vibes are connecting on which levels. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Imagine then they have like little things where they're texting. So that way you can you can sort of like, OK, well, first I was thinking if you just had one of those general type of things, like I was saying earlier, where here's here's this dial. Every time you have an epiphany, you know, ooh, big epiphany. Move the dial over. Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't resonate with that. Um, or heck, maybe you're, maybe just only if you got epiphanies. But I do like that idea of the text message thing because then you can harness that idea of synchronicity. Because imagine if, <clears throat> well, Esther Hicks, let's say Esther Hicks and uh, some other great mind out there, let's say Eckhart Tolle or something are out there discussing, you know, or some Amazon rainforest tribesmen. You got these, these minds out there, mind mill, discussing these extraordinary, extraordinary things. I still want to see, I still want to see conversations between channelers. That is something that I would like to see. I'm waiting for that. I'd love to see a channeling session between Bashar, Bashar and uh, Abraham, actually. Gosh, that would be great. So imagine you've got a big stadium. They're all watching the uh, Bashar and Abraham channeling session. And, whoa, the power that would be involved. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then imagine, like, up and on the Jumbotron, it, it cuts, you know, the camera footage cuts to other people who are excited getting epiphanies. Fiercely texting away, going, yes, holy cow, I just had that idea earlier on the way to... On the way to this event, I was thinking about this. Or I was talking to someone about this. Now, all of a sudden, here you guys are out there talking about it. Oh, my gosh. So moving in that direction. Doesn't that feel good when you think about connection? It feels so good. It feels so good. That's pure source. It's, uh, it's source, source, when, with Dolores Cannon, when people cross over, they usually end up at source. And source is always described as central sun, this great, beautiful, the most exhilarating, joyful, loved. You know, think about all the times you've felt the most accepted in your element. Everybody's saying, yep, go, go forward, go, go, go. No apologies, no, you know, none of that. Just go, 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 go. It feels good, doesn't it? It feels real good. 
So imagine if we highlighted the value of that more, 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 more. If Coca-Cola saw, <laughs> well, in a sense, they kind of do. You'll see a billboard that says summer sponsored by Coke. And you're going, what? The? You're going to sponsor my summer? Now, every time I think of summer, I got to think of Coca-Cola. Good job, Coca-Cola. But if some of the, you'll, you'll see some of these places are start, starting to hop on these, what, what they think are trends. You'll start seeing a lot more. I, 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 I'm predicting this. We're going to start seeing a lot more spiritual-minded things. And whether or not it's with the right intentions, meaning the intentions that really align oneself with source and really just being the best version of yourself or not, or whether it's just a distraction, whether the intentions are good or not, at least that vibe, the, vi the, the vibe of, of connection and togetherness and stuff is is promoted so gosh yeah you can still get people to listen to you it doesn't have to be ruled by fear you can still get people to listen to you when you're talking about connections when you're talking about togetherness and uh like the excitement the thrill that one gets let's say at a sporting event um, that togetherness um, and then people identify with that togetherness that's the other thing about identity is that you can a lot of these identities are reaffirmed by the other people out there who are helping keep that identity afloat so kites need wind wings need wind if you cut off the wind you cut off the flight so that's why a, a lot a very vain, the vain, arrogant, uh, me, 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 uh, ego-driven kind of mindsets were f kind of falling apart during this pandemic because they were used to going out, being seen, um, um, having their their that specific identity reaffirmed by those who they were hanging out with. So, with something like a pandemic. Now you're going, okay, what's, what's my identity now? I've, I've put my identity in this particular thing over here. That's why sports, that's why it was such a big crazy thing for people who love sports too. No sports. Oh no, where's my identity? I no longer, you know, can have that thrill of that togetherness, number one, and then the thrill of hating the other team. I hate to say it. That's playing off of the, uh, what do they say? The, uh, the dopamines. So you flip. So the coin, the other side of the coin of anxiety is excitement. So that vibe that you're feeling. Oh, I'm anxious. Oh, they're losing. Oh, I'm anxious. Oh, I'm filled with excitement. They're winning. Oh, they're. Oh, I'm anxious. Oh no, they're starting to lose. Oh, I'm excited. They're 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 okay. No 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 no. It looks like they're winning. Oh, this is good. This is good. Oh yeah, this is a show. What? Oh no. Oh no. Now I'm getting anxious. Oh no. That guy just shot a three pointer. Oh no. The the other team only needs one more shot. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. I'm anxious again. Oh, they didn't get. It. Oh, my team won. Oh, I'm so, so elated. But I hate those guys. I'm so elated. My team won. Oh, but I hate those guys. So there's that, there's that crazy dichotomy. So each of these particular things that were huge and important to these people, um, that's why I like Golden Globes or, you know, Academy Awards, things of these nature. When people look at these things, they're like, uh, 
there's I think people are going to start maybe becoming less I don't know this is a prediction becoming less interested in what's going on with celebrities what's going on with the sensationalism of all that stuff out there of the you know prancing and posing all that razzmatazz I think more people are going to move their minds into a situation of oh wow you know what I made it through this 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 uh, lockdown and I found a whole brand a bunch of new talents I didn't realize that I had I went in these directions. Now, guess what? This is what I'm interested in doing now. This is what I'm doing. I've seen a lot of transformations with transformations with people through this time. There's this one girl on uh, TikTok who does just funny, the goofiest stuff. And I was looking through her TikToks, and then she did a duet with a girl. And this, the, gir- the girl she did do it with was going, oh, I found this, this funny girl on TikTok. And then I saw her Instagram. And you have to scroll all the way down to like 2020. But, oh, she is, you know, she is beautiful. And it was just funny because, like, she was beautiful. Because why? She had a bunch of makeup on her face. She was, why? It's funny. It's like, here's this woman who's being called beautiful why because why because she can do her makeup good it's it's like well couldn't this woman's absurdity and ridiculous humor be beautiful (laughs) I think it is it's a gorgeous state of mind Uh, and I rarely use that word gorgeous I use it when I mean it. And this woman's absurdity is gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's, it is, she is diving in, fully committed to these characters. It's incredible. It's astounding. So you've seen these various people make these large transformations. They once were perceived a certain way, and now they're perceived, they're, you know, they're choosing their own perception. Rather than going, oh, please, please like me. I want, I want to be what you perceive me to be. I'm catering to you. I want to be what you perceive me to be. I understand being in service p- to people, but, you know, there's, there's a certain way to be, to be in service to your neighbor. I th- say the best way is the golden rule. That's the best way, I would say, in my opinion. But, come on. Come on, opinions are a diamond, does it? Come on. What do I know? I just know what's working for me. I know what's working for me. There's a very different vibe when you're coming from a vibe of, oh, I gotta hustle, I gotta get I gotta get my people. Oh, I gotta hustle, oh, I gotta work real hard, I gotta get these people to notice me. Oh yeah, please, 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 everybody knows me. There's a various difference between Oh, man, what am I going to do? I want to make sure it's perfect. I want to make sure people like it. I want to make sure, you know, that it's professional. But, but, okay, there's a vast difference between that vibe and the vibe of going, oh, my God, I'm so excited about this this new epiphany that just struck my intent. I'm so excited about this this new art that I did. I cannot wait. Oh, my God, I can't wait to upload it to Instagram because I know that the people who, you know, let's say, for instance, the Blues Brothers. Oh, my God, I'm getting such a kick, uh, kick out of drawing this Blues Brothers art. I can't wait to put it up. 
and and you know this is this is this is something the blues brothers fans are gonna love okay i can't wait i can't this is gonna be so fun like whoa very different vibe very different energy one is connecting you one is oh i'm way over here that's way over there i gotta jump across this chasm how is that gonna happen and then one is like oh man i cannot wait to serve this delicious crazy idea (laughs) this is just gonna be so fun to create this is gonna be so fun to make Imagine just staying in that state of mind all the time. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun to make. Oh man, I can't wait. This is going to be so crazy. Whoa, wouldn't it be funny if we made that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine Picasso going, oh my God, wouldn't it be so funny if I just started drawing like in the fifth dimension? Let's just try it. Oh my God, it'll be, oh, oh wow, that'd be so cool. I wonder, let's try that. So... It's so that's that's why my podcast why it's so important for me to interview people find their find their process of 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 how they got to where they are now the whole connection of it is what fasc, fascinates me connecting connecting to that inspiration connecting to that source oh man so i'm going to talk less about my <laughs> You know, it's so funny because here I am talking about the news, which represents the us versus them mentality. I'm doing the same thing, aren't I? Me. Oh, holier than thou. Me. Me versus the news. I'm just trying to connect you more to your source, to your best version of yourself. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. I'm not trying to reprimand you for watching the news. Um, try to let you know there is a lot of excitement in creating what you want to create, how you want to create it. I just sent off uh, my art to Thomas Gardner Jr., a.k.a. Tommy Bowie. I sent off my art to him, the album art that I created for his new single. And so we'll see. We'll see what he thinks about that, if he gets that out there, or if I draw something completely different. By the way, I've been obsessed with watching Love Boat. Oh, my God. Every single episode, I am crying. That whole series is about all kinds of love. All kinds kinds of love it's just about love connection and you get to see how these different people get to love one another based on based on the new perspectives that they have about the person it's funny it's like they're dealing with a person in one kind of perspective but then once they learn a certain thing about them then they treat that person from a different perspective it's so intriguing so intriguing it's an extraordinary show if you can watch the show if you can do yourself the the uh Give yourself the gift of watching the show without without having that voice that matches it up with whatever is going on currently. Um, let's just say politically in the news, you know, any of that jazz. Just, 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 just love this show for what it is. Just love this show for what it is. Let yourself, or let yourself see how you can love the show for what it is. Because the whole show is about teaching us that. To love the people how they are. Finding finding that connection. Oh, so good. I'm addicted to it. I didn't realize they got 10 seasons. And each of these seasons, each season has about 20-something episodes, man. Back in the day, they had like 20, 20-something episodes. I mean, that is... It's just crazy. That's amazing when you think about that. Now they might push out... 
A lot of times just like around nine or ten episodes. Uh, but holy cow, Love Boat. Oh, so good, so good, so good. And you see these you see these actors from all these other shows pop in. The dad from Brady Bunch. And then I saw Marsha from from uh from from an episode with Epstein from Welcome Back Cotter. It's great. it's amazing. Oh my god, my I'm just getting excited to think about it. To see these different actors working with each other, these like Oh my god. Just imagine having a show like that, another show like that. Reminds me of back in the day of like the Muppet Show or Batman. Oh man, so good. Anyway, I encourage you to watch Love Boat for, for sure, sure, for sure. By the way, if you want to contribute to this podcast, um, which by the way, next we'll listen to uh, some messages from Man Behind the Machine. If you want to contribute to this podcast, um, you can send me messages on Anchor. You can send me messages on Anchor and uh, I'll put them in here. Thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Hey, Inspirato, what do you think about the Joker in Batman? I I love it when he says, here's my card, and he gets his Joker card. I wonder if he's got a phone number on their email. That is awesome, man, behind the machine. That is such a funny idea, the idea that he gave him his email address and his phone number on that card. You know what's so interesting? Alan Panicle. Do you know him? Do you know him? Phenomenal artist. Uh, his buddy worked on the set of Batman Begins, and I think it was the props department or something, and he made some extra Batarangs and extra Joker cards because, you know, in the first uh, Batman Begins, they teased the Joker card uh, that you're referring to. And so... Uh, Alan was able to get a bunch of these and he asked me if I wanted a, a Batarang and if I wanted a Joker card. He sent them to me. Man, those things are heavy. The Batarang is heavy, man. Reminds me of the Shurikens, like the the, uh, the ninjas, all those great ninja movies in the 80s. My my f- kids on the block were, we were just obsessed with ninja movies. My brother and I and all the, all the neighborhood guys, we all, we loved ninja movies. We're always getting those karate magazines, looking in the back, ordering shurikens on the line. So I think that's kind of what this Batarang is kind of made. It's very heavy. Um, very surprising. It's, it's small. It's probably like maybe five inches wide by maybe two, two inches tall maybe or something. It's just like, but it's, but, but it's, um, it's got these sharp edges on it, you know, and you know as the as the phrase goes, it's all all fun and games until you get a get a batarang in the spine, you know. The Joker card I also have, and uh, so it's so funny that you're asking me about these things because these are stories I really haven't told anyone about. So, uh, thank you, thank you for reminding me. It is me again. I forgot to mention. I'm so excited. My meditations have been starting to get featured on the Insight Timer free meditation app, and I'm already getting such positive feedback from people around the world. I mean, you know how it is. The podcast is very different. On Insight Timer, I'm just just putting straight meditation on there. 
And uh, I'm excited about it. It's really encouraging to know that my voice can help people. I love it. So, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. (laughs) Maria Humphreys, ladies and gentlemen. She is from Strong Body, Strong Soul Podcast. The other day she interviewed me. Actually, she interviewed me twice within the week. This was really an honor. One for her Facebook group, All Podcasters. It's a way for podcasters to share their material, get to know one another, building up a community on Facebook. She interviewed me on there through, uh, gosh, the technology these days. You can hook different things into one another. So she interviewed me through StreamYard, which then plugged into Facebook, the Facebook group. So very interesting. I mean, we don't need these big time studios anymore, folks. We can do it from our own kitchens, our own. I was sitting at my kitchen table here. This has become my official, (laughs) my official uh, uh, Zoom and other camera streaming situations. Uh, I have my microphone and, uh, uh, you know, I've got my microphone. I've, I've got a cool light, this light that just goes, uh, and there it is. And I got the webcam up on the, the laptop and here we go. Nobody knows that you're wearing your pajamas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's what's been, been so, so intriguing about this whole thing. All kinds of people who follow their favorite talk shows, those people are broadcasting from home too, you know, getting scruffy, wearing t-shirts. It's like you get to see these people for, for you know, rather than the glitz and the glam, it's like, okay, show us what you're actually truly made of. It's been astounding. But back to Maria. She also interviewed me for this, there was a festival, uh, like a online podcast festival that, that was also on on Facebook that she was a part of. This is so yesterday she interviewed me after I got back from uh jamming with my sister Jenny for her belated birthday. She's she's a a drummer and this was the very first time ever that she and I jammed. God, it was so cool. It was just so cool. Anyway, right after I got home, I I hopped online and and Maria interviewed me and it was just such a such an extraordinary experience. She's a, a very high vibrating spirit, and uh, go check out her stuff. Stuff it's it's all nutritious, all nutritious. <laughs>